And we're recording. Welcome to Already Cancelled with Fen. I'm Fen. I'm the host with the very least today. The very fucking least. Um, this week I am cancelled because it has been, it is, today is Monday. It is the Monday after Pride. And I have only had a grand total of 10 hours of sleep since Friday morning. At this point in the game, I am asking for trouble. I drove on somebody's turnpike today, twice. I drove on the BQE, twice. I should just not be doing things. I just need to drink water and mind my business, but I'm not doing that. So you can cancel me, but I still am moisturized and unbothered, okay? I just need to mind my business because y'all was messy out there in the streets last, last weekend, this past weekend. All y'all just, I saw niggas dancing on top of cars. I I um I walked past the leather section of, of Christopher Street and nobody needs to walk past that. So many unwashed legs. And, and and my favorite part of the whole weekend though was when you get to go to like the pier and see all the blackness and all the Afro-Latino and just people just being out there and just enjoying themselves. And it was so gorgeous and it was so wonderful. But y'all was all too many of y'all. It was too many of y'all. I don't know. I didn't know we had that many black people in New York. I thought they were trying to push us all out. I'm glad y'all staying though. But damn. Today's guest is one of the cousins. Someone that I support and love and adore. And she got this cute little baby. You got this cute little baby. Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. So introduce yourself, madam. Um, my name is Cam. Uh, like you said, I'm a cousin and I am a mom with the baby. <laughs> that is it. That is, I mean, you're also, you're also a glamour girl. This is true. This is true. I'm, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a former makeup artist, a, for, a former flight attendant. I'm a lot of former, lot of things, but currently I'm a mom. Hey, you know what? I, you know what? That's sometimes my current life transit. Sometimes life transitions into another field for us. Being a mom is a full time job. So yes, that's why I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna do that. I didn't <laughs> sign up for this. Well, I signed up for the second one. The first one I didn't. He was an accident. He wasn't an accident. He was more of a surprise. I'll call him. Oh, we know. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Well, they don't know. The listeners don't know. The audience doesn't know that I, I was unawarely pregnant for like nine months and then had a baby and thought I ha- was dying of diabetes. But, you know. Wait, 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 wait. Did was that diabetes part one of those WebMD kind of moments? Or... Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah, my, my feet got swollen. And so I Googled it and Google was like, hey, you have diabetes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so that's why I'm dying. Okay, because like the only thing on my body that was getting like big were my feet, and I didn't know why. And so you know, I went to the hospital, and they were, and I was, they're like, "What's going on?" I was like, "Well, I can't poop, and I feel like I have diabetes, and I'm dying from it because that's what WebMD said." And they were like, "What?" And I said, "Yeah," and they're like, "JK, you're having a baby," and I said, "JK." what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sorry can you repeat this like this part well no what the doctor actually 
actually said was, here comes a head. And I said, what the fuck? Whose head put it back? That was the quote I said. Because, you know, that's what you do when you have a baby. You put the head back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. True story. True story. And that's you know, how I became a mom. You know, every, every I, I love hearing the I, I didn't know I was pregnant stories or I didn't know I was in labor stories. Like, my grandmother didn't know she was in labor. She knew she was pregnant, but she walked so much that she didn't even know. Apparently, if you walk a lot, a lot, like miles, miles a day, apparently you don't, you're not going to know when you're in labor because your body is used to constantly going. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I was a city girl at the time, so I was constantly walking around Boston. So it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't like something that was out of the norm for me. I was always like running around for work. I think my favorite part was when I couldn't walk up like this flight of stairs at this train station that I always walk up. Like it's so easy for me, but it and it the stairs are it's like I don't know, probably like 50 60 stairs at least but it, it's normally like so easy for me but this time i couldn't even make it up to like was five it a, stairs. was it a midtown transfer train um no it was a boston train oh ooh. yeah oh yeah i don't know yeah i don't I, I i did boston transportation for 10 years i haven't done it in the last two but <laughs> Well, Since I mean, the pandemic, I stopped riding public transportation. Well, to be fair, you also moved to a place where you don't really use public transportation. This is true. I live by the ocean, so I don't need that anymore. You can eat cake by the ocean. So, you know, thank you, Joe Jonas. Um, I was about to say, like, I wish Joe would eat cake with me by the ocean. I would eat Joe's cakes, but that's another story. That's- you know what? I probably would, too. Come through, come through, okay? So today's episode, being that we are, <laughs> we did just talk about one of my early 2000s heartthrobs. Actually, I'll be real. He wasn't the heartthrob for me. It was actually Kevin. I was into Kevin. I know who I am. Wow, I'm judging you. I don't, Kevin was cute. He was quiet. He stayed in the background. He looks like the kind no. of man that would, comport, that would support me. No one likes Kevin. Except for Kevin's wife. And you know what? Danielle has her own thing about her. <laughs> okay. They tried their e-reality TV show. I watched three episodes. <laughs> I watched all seasons. Really? I stay dedicated. You just wanted to see what Frankie turned out to be during that time, didn't you? I honestly just wanted more Joe. So <laughs> that's why I'm turning in. Tuning in, rather. Fucking yeah. Joe. Fucking Joe. Oh, my God. I can't stand. I don't know what it is. I can't stand Joe. I can't. St- for some reason, it's like Joe knows he's attractive, and that's what pisses me off. That's, see, and that's what I love about him. Those are the type of men that I used to love. I love a man. Keyword, use. Used to. Exactly. I've changed. I've, gr- I've grown. We have to grow. Okay, just because you look good don't mean I, I need to know you got personality. Joe got a mm-hmm. lot of personality, but it's too much. Yeah. It's, it's too much. He just, it, I think he's just a nice face to look at from a distance. That's all. <laughs> we are not here to judge the Jonas Brothers. We are actually here today to talk about 
our early 2000s wildness. We are going to go through the shows, the music, the trends. This is going to be a, I'm not sure about an action pack, because to quote the Scissor Sisters, I feel like a drowned, harassed rat. That's a feeling. That's a hell of a feeling. But we will be having some fun with it. Well, you just said that um, Kevin was your your heart your heartthrob in yeah. the early 2000s. Okay, mine, Adam Brody. Yo, okay, but like, but like, first of all, first of all, he married the in my mind someone that seemed to fit him so well. I know. All right, him and Rachel are so gorgeous together. Adam Brody is just so fun. Oh, he are you he's not married to Rachel. My bad. No, he's married to to oh Lady my god. Late yes, my bad. Oh my god. I Blair get Lady, Wardle herself. I get Rachel and Layton mixed up a lot. That's because they have that same like square face. They have the same face. They had the same hair for like two years. They were like the same person for you know the early two thousands. So for like I get a it. good minute, and it. I mean, but I, I like Layden. I like I like Layden more a lot better. Like I like her like way better than I like Rachel. Yeah, she's she's fun. She's like a lot of fun. Rachel's a mean girl, from what I heard. Well, if you listen to her podcast, ooh, yeah, I haven't. I didn't know she had a podcast. She has a podcast. She has an OC podcast with Julie Coopernickel. Okay. No one. Look, as much as we all love the OC, as much as we all loved the OC, we do I not. Did. We do not need to be rewatching it and listening to a podcast about it at the same time. Your brain and your heart and your and your vagina, or your bussy, whichever one. Would, would be going through some weird feels as an adult. You're like, you know what? I need drugs. And let me not. Listen, I feel personally attacked right now because that's what I've been doing. So <laughs> there's not a lot for me to do, you know, while I, well, there wasn't a lot for me to do while I was home, you know, pregnant the last nine months. So I just rewatched the OC, just three oh seasons. Oh. So it, I mean, yes, but golly. I mean, yeah, it's I, a lot. I, I, I stay I stay with it for Adam Brody. That is my point. That well, yeah. Point. Uh, Adam Brody, because he's so, like, he was one of those guys that, like, when during the early 2000s, he was, like, he was not seen, he would, because we had to look at the time period that we were in, we were still in a world where Adam Brody wasn't considered conventionally attractive. Right, but for me, I love a nice lanky Jew. I mean... <laughs> I have a few of those in my repertoire. <laughs> Don't we all, honey? Don't we all? You know what's funny is, what's like, when I remember one time I brought home a Jewish guy and my grandmother just kind of looked at me and was like, you know, this makes sense for you. Because he was tall. He was, you know, he was slender, the bushy hair. And I was just like, what? I like it. It's fun. <laughs> We have a great time. We both hate everything. All you can say is, oh, I'm schwitzing and, you know, have a good oh time. God. Oh, my God. <laughs>
I was always schwitzing, but anyway, that's besides was, the point. Uh, Brody, yeah. I love him. I, I mean, Adam Brody, fucking wonderful. No, you but, know what's really funny? So I had I there was a new there's a new Netflix show or not even a new Netflix show. It's just a new series that appeared on Netflix, and he's in it. And so I I got Zach. <laughs> into watching it he's like i'm not watching this because you know like he's he doesn't understand he didn't understand the appeal of adam brody and then he watched this whole series with me and was like i really like him now like he's, not only he got rained he's a good actor he's a good actor i um every time i see him in something i'm like oh my god i know where this is gonna go it's gonna lead me into happiness and then when he disappears, I'm going to be upset. Right. Like, Who because knew? of him. Did you, ever, did you ever see the movie Grind? Yes. Yeah. I, the only reason I saw that was because he was in it. I bought the <laughs> DVD. I hate skateboarding. Fair, I don't know anything fair. about skateboarding. Oh, he's a baby. To be fair, like, we all bought a DVD or a movie or like a DVD box set because of some actor that we were like, okay, this is the guy, this is the person. But you know what's funny is I fucking loved Adam Brody in um, Single Parent when he played the the deadbeat dad. Right. Okay. If you can make me fall in love with you as you are being the deadbeat dad, <laughs> you did something right. Hey, you that's just that's, right. that's just how Seth Cohen works. <laughs> but he was like, but he came from the OC, which like the WB gave us so many good ass shows. Right. Well, that was a Fox show. Just, just to, was it? It was came on at Fox, I believe, Wednesday nights at nine. Holy fuck! Yep, that's how I spent my. I wasn't even a teenager yet when the OC came out. And I was talking to my mom about this the other day and she's like, we were watching it and she just couldn't believe the fact that she let me watch this as a child. I think I was like either 12 or 13 when I first started watching the OC, which explains a whole hell of a lot of why I am the woman I am today. Oh my God. Well, to be fair, I used to watch Misha Barton. I used to watch Jerry Springer with my grandparents at the dinner table. So the bar is very low. <laughs> the bar is low. That okay. Like they didn't give a shit what I was watching afterwards. Because I remember speaking of the early 2000s, even though it came out like toward the end of the 90s, Sex in the City. Mm. My grandmother used to watch it, right? Mm-hmm. And I would sleep in her bedroom. And she thought I would be asleep. I was not. Oh man. <laughs> when my mom would watch when my mom would watch Sex in the City, she would lock her bedroom door and call her girlfriends on the phone and they would have three-way conversations and discuss like live. Oh what, my what, like like before there was electric chatter. <laughs> I mean, before electric chatter, before there was live tweeting, what you used to do was you got on your landline, and if you were lucky, you had your own line in your bedroom. Which she did. There we go. Was it a translucent phone like in Seventh Heaven? No, no. She, it was a cordless phone because, you know, she was a sophisticated white woman. Okay, come through. Come through. Mm-hmm. You know. 
I can you do know. my hair while moving around. I can pretend mm-hmm. like I'm doing housework, but really, she, I'm just you know, judging she, the children. She had she had a lovely chair with an ottoman that she would watch Sex and the City in, and you know, call her girlfriends, and they would discuss, and then they would watch The Sopranos afterwards, which is what I was really wanting to watch, which also explains a lot about who I am. Yo, The Sopranos and Six Feet Under was so fucking good. They were the best. Those endings fucked me up, though. I'm still mad about the Sopranos ending. The the way the Sopranos, like, mind you, for considering the time period that it was in, and considering that they gave us so many options of where this could lead, right? It makes and then they just they they just took me somewhere that I didn't want to go. How dare you lead me into a diner and then go black? Yep. Do you know how many times I have blacked out in a diner in New York City? Don't lead me into a diner. <laughs> well, that's a relatable statement. <laughs> oh, my God. My only 20 point shit. They were not shit. Same. 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 But, and I've been so much in my early 20s trying to emulate the fashion that I wanted from the early 2000s. As did I. All I wanted to do was wear fancy velvet headbands and sequin pants and jackets. I wanted a lot you of. Know. I wanted a lot of like Metallica chromatic bullshit. I was really into uh-huh. xenon. I was really into xenon, but then I went through my layered phase because I actually Tisdale. <laughs> I used to we have. We all went these, through an Tisdale phase. I used to have these bell bottoms. They were like tight at the top and wide at the bottom. So what I would do is wear a pair of swimming trunks over them. <laughs> Why? I felt like I was going through something. <laughs> that was my fashion statement for like a month. My favorite that I ever wore, like looking back, were my layered tank tops with, do you remember those bags that had like, they looked like, uh, I want to say they were sequins, but they looked like bingo chips. Yeah, <laughs> the bingo chip bags they look yes. like old lady grocery store yeah bag. like the netted banana bag that yes. has bingo chips sewed onto it that's what it essentially looked like that, you, that, that was my you, go-to but you remember like when we were in kids if you especially if you were like middle school or early high school during those early 2000s we all if you had home ec of a sort you had to learn how to sew something and so many girls were sewing their own terrible person oh my god they would go and buy like some cartoon fabric from like the local walmart or target and then sew a a purse that didn't last for like more than two months and carried it around while they while holding hands with their boyfriend who wore a puka shell necklace and double polo Hey, don't knock the double polo. I rocked those, I those all the judge. time. I judge so badly. I judge. Do you know how much, do you know how thick those polos were? Like they were, how were people not melting? Well, you know, here's my, here's my thing. I was one of the bougie ones and I insisted my mom get me Lacoste polos while everyone was getting Abercrombie polos. I was like, I don't want that cheap material. I want be comfortable 
And, you know, mind you, I'm like in, I don't know, eighth, ninth grade at this point, but I'm still telling my mom that I don't watch cheap material from Abercrombie. And she, <laughs> so, <laughs> and she supported me. And she, she's like, okay, if that's what you want. So I got my Lacoste polos and I would wear them double popped all the time. Pop the collar. Pop the collar. Which, by the way, I judge everyone, everyone, including myself, who felt the need to pop the collar in the mirror, then pop the collar when you walked into the kitchen to greet your parents or guardian, then pop the collar the minute you saw your homie. You did it too many times. It was staying up. And if you used starch when you were ironing it, it wasn't going down at all. I did. I was a starcher. But <laughs> but you, but what you're forgetting is, like, I always had my hair flip and my sunglass tilt. You know, like, when you wear the sunglasses and you tilt them when you walk in a room, like, yeah, that's me. And then you flip your hair, like, I'm a bad bitch. I don't know why I thought that was cool. Looking back, it sounds very, very late. <laughs> So what I'm hearing was you continue to watch teen dramas well into high school. Because that's how I was going to fit in. I was a homeschooled kid. So (laughs) the only way I knew how to fit in with like normal public school kids was by reenacting things that I saw on the WB. And let me tell you, Amanda Bynes is not someone that you should uh, follow. At all. I loved what I like about you. I loved what I like about you. But if we are real, if we are being honest, what I like about you is no one's experience in high school. No one. Not not a single. You have a better chance of living the life of Blair Waldorf than you do as than you do of Holly and what was what was the other one's name? Oh, what was her sister's name? Mel. Mel started with an m i think i don't know i'm not really going to look up i know with jenny guard i'm not going to google this yeah i'm not going to google it it's jenny guys i like they were not somebody first of all how you just gonna you have no money how'd you get a loft in the middle like in the village a giant loft with there were so many questionable things for that show but all it but the only thing I truly remember were um, Amanda Bynes and her her um, her tie belts. Yo, but they were a fashion statement back in the day. Oh, they sure were. If you were less than a size five, that was a statement. And I think I was for a year. <laughs> and then, you know, teenage depression got a hold of me and so did Pop-Tarts. So, I mean, I mean, that's fair. Look, I remember my, my did you go through the did you go through the hoodie phase during high school or middle school? Um, yes, like you just own a bunch of hoodies, and that's all you no- wore. You only like right. you, you wore a whole outfit under it, but no one saw it, right? Yes, that was me. But also, uh, let me let me just one up you with this one. I would go to like people's parties and others in other towns, and I would raid their closets and steal their hoodies. And then people would think that I would go to the other schools. And so, like, I'd show up in like say a Centerville soccer hoodie, 
and people would be like, oh, you play soccer at Centerville? <laughs> yeah, I do, oh you know? God. And so I just, like, I just, like, make a whole new personality based on oh the God. that I stole from the party. You, you were, you, that homeschool life really fucked you up. <laughs> it did. It did. For the best. For the best. In the best way possible. I mean, the only time I ever wore another school's hoodie was if I was dating somebody from another school, I would wear their hoodie to school. Just be like, oh, oh, this right here, oh, it's my boyfriend, whatever. I mean, no big deal. I would party crash. Like, I'd, I'd crash, like, cool kids parties that I'd hear about. And I would, you know, sneak into their houses and steal their hoodies. And <laughs> that was that was like me, like, you know, I, you know, be doing my Robin Hood in my own head, you know, like I'm going to get back for all the kids you bully by stealing your hoodies with your names on it. And then people will think I'm you and I'll ruin your reputation. <sighs> This is probably the plot of a show. This was probably a pilot that never got picked up. It really should. Like, as I'm saying it out loud, I'm like, I really wish this was a show. It sounds like one. It sounds like it sounds like a teenage version of Dexter. <laughs> we're not committing murder. We're just really ruining your reputation. Okay? Deal with it. But it, it, while I'm, I'm going to make your friends at the lunch table hate your fucking guts. Yo, <laughs> dead ass, like, I, because, like, the weird thing is with me, like, I always had friends out of different pockets of different social circles, but I was never going to go near the cool kid. I low-key, because I would look at them, and it would be like, oh, are we going to pretend like we're in a movie set in, in 1987 New, New Jersey? Because I don't have the patience for this. Yeah, no, I completely get that. I um, I, I I would never sit at the cool kids table. I tried once with my double pop collar, and they saw right through it. <laughs> hey guys! Oh, is it Wednesday? Double pop? I got a pink on. Let's do that. <laughs> you know, I had my lip gloss. It was popping. You know, I was. Oh my I god! Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, little mama. Thank you for whatever you contributed to music. I, I I don't have the full answer of what you contributed. Somebody will tell me. Um, I'm just I I I can't get that I can't get that I can't get Jay Z and and Alicia Keys faces out of my mind whenever I think of Little Mama. I just think of Bow Wow when I think of Little Mama. <laughs> By the way, did not watch that versus. Did not. You watch I heard about it. I was busy. I was on a boat. Yes, you were. Yes, you were. Mm -hmm. You was on a boat being all fancy and shit with the hair out, looking all cute, making your man dress up. Okay? I did. I'm with it. Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> I, look, look, I'll be real. I, as much as I hate children, <laughs> I love them as well. Like, I love them when they're not mine. When I don't have to take care of them. I don't like anybody's kids but my own. I mean, not for nothing. If you, if you ain't related to me or if you ain't somebody I call family, I don't want your kids near me. I That's really, how I am. I have a couple of friends. One, one time we went out and like we were playing around, you know, with the kids out in the park. And then some other kids came up and I said, nope, 
Y'all can continue to play. I'm going to sit down. Oh, oh, y'all wanted a helicopter ride too? I don't know you. Bye. And sat on the bench. I'm just like, I, it's so bad. It's so bad because like, I'll go, we'll go to the playground. Zach and I will take Arthur to the playground and there'll be other kids there and I'll look at him and I'll say, let's go find another playground. As you should. And he's like, Arthur needs to make friends. And I'm like, yeah, he will, but not these kids. Not, not, first of all, he is still a toddler, okay? Right. He, he is still a toddler. Right. He, and he, he's going to have friends eventually. Right. It's messy, meshing toddlers with like random strange kids. You don't know if outside. they're going to hit them. And like other parents don't pay attention. So it just irritates me that I have to like watch my kid and your kid. So and like the, then the parents just like don't even like pay mind. And then if I say something to their kid, they walk over and I'm just like, I don't and have God the time forbid, for this. So, God forbid they try to. Okay, first of all, I'm going to say this: children, the way that they teach children to share sounds like manifest destiny to me. It really does. Tell me this does not sound like Manifest Destiny to me. Oh, this is your toy? Well, you must share it with my child because he wants to play with it too. Pretty much equating to, oh, this is your land? Well, you must give it to us because we think it belongs to us. Right. I saw a post the other day about someone saying something like that. And they were like, that's like if I walked up to the playground with a sandwich and the adults were like hey give me your sandwich you know you don't do you don't do that no okay right like i don't expect arthur to share his toys with strange park children no especially if i don't even know if they use hand sanitizer at minimum right and my kids are my kid is already like super ocd and like loves to wash his hands so i'm not really worried about that oh Oh, you got yes. a good one. Well, yeah, we're in the middle of potty training, and his reward for potty, tra- like when he goes potty, is when is to wash his hands. <laughs> what kind of you know what? No, no. To be fair, though, to be fair, though, you saving money because because most people have to give snacks or a toy or something. You saving money. You can keep the snacks for later. No, it's true. It's true. Like a snack is something that, you know, you can just have on the reg, not when you just go potty. No. Wash your hands, man. Wash your hands. And and you can use all the soap you want. All of it. All of it. Oh, you want to you want to mess up this bar of soap that I put here specifically for you? I don't care. It's your bar. Your hands are clean. We're good to go. Exactly. That's how I parent. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. I mean, let's be honest. A lot, because, like, especially with our generation, a lot of us were raised on TV. Right. Or filmed. I mean, yes, I, I mean, yes, we love our parents and grandparents. Don't get me wrong. You know, our guardians did the best that they could. But, like, a lot of them either worked or were busy trying to grow up themselves. I can't say that for me because my parents are both old. So they, 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 were, they, were, they were seasoned adults. So they would, while they were spending time in the garden, I was sneaking in their room watching HBO. Okay, this is fair. I mean, my grandparents were retired and they didn't give a fuck anymore. 
they just told me not to die. And for most of the time, I was just watching TV. If I wasn't watching TV, I was doing the classic thing. I feel like, it, are you looking at Trap Jesus? Yes, I am looking at Trap Jesus. Hey, Trap Jesus. Hey, Jesus. I see you. I see you, brother. I see you, brother, man. Hey. I love him. He loves that way too much. <laughs> Trap Jesus is gangster, okay? Trap Jesus is gangster. He did a whole squatty group yes. and raised some kids. I'm with it. That's what he's doing. And like, let's be real. You guys are doing at least from like, if I can like reach back into my childhood mind, like y'all are doing way more active shit than like a lot of parents that I knew when we were growing up. Oh no, I do a lot more active shit than most parents do. To begin with, so except, I, except for the prenatal knowledge, because some of us don't know. But listen, I have all I have to say is smoke weed every day, and your babies will be okay. I'm done with you. <laughs> well, I have a super genius baby. Arthur is so smart, and I literally like ripped a bong before I like went to the hospital because I thought I was dying of diabetes, and. I mean, if, I, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die high as fuck. Listen, I was comfortable and I didn't feel those pushes. So, you know, they say natural childbirth is the worst. Well, I didn't feel nothing. Mm. So. <laughs> I mean, so I like wouldn't I know. Every day. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I'm Italian. We drink wine. So, you know, that. Well, I'm Irish and so do I. <laughs> Well, you guys drink beer. You drink a lot of stouts for no reason. I don't do that. Why do Irish people love stouts? I never understood it. I don't know. I I tend to stay away from the Irish people. As hard as that is living in Boston. I lived in South Boston, which was like the capital of like all Irish people. Yeah, after they, during the, the Great Migration of the 18, the late 1800s and early 1900s, Speaking of, we are talking about this deck, this era while we're supposed to be talking about the early 2000s, but we're going to get back there. Um, we will eventually see the early 2000s. Welcome to Already Canceled with Fen. There's a lot of ADD happening, okay? Um, but a lot of the Irish, when they came over, they either, a lot of them went straight to Massachusetts or they went to New York and then went up to Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. So, and it makes sense. I mean, not for nothing, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, let me go to a place where it's mostly people like me, where I'm not being persecuted for not being this other kind of person. Right. In theory, that makes sense. The problem is, a hundred and something years later, now they just love being racist. This is true. It's like Boston is the only place in the United States that I've encountered racist Irish folk. Oh, hi. Sorry. Hi, Josh says hi. Hi, Joshy. Hi, Joshy. Hi. No, I mean, when I lived in South Boston, it was probably one of the most racist places I've ever lived. Yeah, yeah. I believe this. I believe this. Also, I will say this: my, I, I want there to be some scientist who comes up with a way to figure out what babies really want. 
Oh my God, I wish I knew. Like, if a scientist could tell me, that'd be great. Because, like, in The Sims, if you played The Sims 3, if you got, like, a really good parent, you could find out if your baby wants food, sleep, cuddles. That's the great part about The Sims. Which also, back to the early 2000s, was another wonderful thing of the early 2000s. I love The Sims. Like, The Sims, that's, that's how I got through a lot of high school was just by playing the sims and like making the people that i hated and having them drown in pools you take out the ladder take out the ladder or put them in a room and take out the doors take out the door and if that room just so happened to have a stove oh well (laughs) you know what's really funny when i was in i think i was in third grade my mom decided to play the sims one day and she played all day. Like she made a character, Martha Stewart, and Martha Stewart got depressed and wouldn't stop crying. And her husband died and her kitchen caught on fire. And so that led to my mom forgetting to pick me up from third grade. <laughs> and I was the last kid <laughs> waiting for their parent at carpool. And then, you know, my mom's friend's husband picked me up. And was like, hey, your mom told me to pick you up. I was like, where was she? And he said, I don't know. It sounded like she was really stressed out. And But she's, you know, everything's okay. Don't worry. I was like, all right, whatever. You know, carry on with my third grade self. Did my homework at their house. My mom picks me up. Where were you? I was playing The Sims and Martha Stewart was depressed. I'm never playing that game again. And that was like 20 something years ago. And she still hasn't played. I I get it. I I, honestly, I respect and understand this on so many (laughs) levels. Although if that was the real Martha Stewart, her kitchen would not be catching on fire. No, I know. (laughs) And if looking back, I that is so true. I you know, it's wild is that like I was actually talking to one of my friends, um, like we knew each other when we were little, and we remember my grandmother and his mom were obsessed with Martha Stewart. I, I, my mom still records those old episodes on the DVR of the Martha Stewart show. Oh my god, they come on Hallmark, right? I think, I think that's where it is. I just know that it's on there. I know, look, Hallmark just, Hallmark just sounds like the most logical place for it to go I think to. it is. I think it is, Homer. It's but definitely not the Food Network. I remember my grandmother would watch, like, Martha Stewart, Good Morning America. Look, I don't care what y'all say. Fat Al Roker was the best Al Roker. He was. I don't like skinny Al Roker. Although, I do enjoy him at Thanksgiving. That's the only time I enjoy Al Roker. Right. But it's just like Big Luther and, and Skinny Luther. Big Luther. That's Always. when you got soul. That's when you got that feeling. You know what I'm saying? This is true. And I, you know what? The same, I can say the same goes for, this is so random, but it's all, it also, it's a good segue into early 2000s. That Nicole Richie. Okay. First of all, <laughs> that Nicole Richie was a glimpse. It was, <laughs> it was just like, you only saw her existing for a hot minute. And sis said, oh, no, we are better. <laughs> and I was like, baby, mind you, 
Fat Nicole Richie is not fat to anyone else. Right. But right. she said she felt fat, and I was like, girl, where? In comparison to, like, the skin and bones she is now, she was fat Nicole Richie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and that was, like, post-Paris, which her and Paris were a hot mess. I mean, well, The Simple Life, that, sh- that show, woo. That show gave me life. It really I, did. I, I, I recently watched all those episodes again on YouTube. It's well worth it. It's well worth the watch. Was it Kesha on one of, was it that one or Paris Hilton, my best friend? Uh, second one. Okay. Yeah. I think it, I think it's I Want to Be Paris Hilton BFF or Paris Hilton my BFF. I don't know. I didn't watch. I did not watch a lot of reality shows on MTV except for The Real World. And you can't tell me anything about the early, the early well, 2000s. Well, again, the Real World. honey, again, I'm going to let you know, The Simple Life was on Fox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But Paris Hilton, my BFF, was on MTV. Oh, yeah. I didn't really watch that. So the only thing I remember from Fox was, like, The Simple Life, apparently The O.C. Um, uh, do you remember I, Joe Millionaire? No, but I remember Stacked. And then there was, also, there was also The Swan. Do you remember that? No. Oh, my God. It was the show where they would like I'm pretty sure the premise was they would take like a really ugly person and give them plastic surgery and then do a big cringe reveal at the end of the episode <laughs> and they would call it the swan because she we went have... from an ugly it went from ugly duckling to swan isn't that why we have nip tuck that was before nip tuck and oh the, that was before that was before botched too Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Oh my! It was gosh. the original. It was the original plastic surgery show. That is wild. What yeah, look it up. It's, it's, what would Fox, Fox do? Fox doing the most. They also had that '80s show, which only got like I think eight or ten episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't even that. It wasn't even a spinoff of that '70s show. I know, and that was that was the worst part about that show. Like, I would assume they would give, you know, Fez and maybe Hyde a spinoff into the 80s, but they didn't. Well, you know, thankfully, they didn't give Hyde a spinoff, but that's another well, yeah. I, I, I'm not yeah. saying anything about anyone else past that. Um, I enjoy my life. You know what I'm talking I guess, about? <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll, I'll do the same. <laughs> I'll do the same. Right, but I did want to go through because... Uh, I had um, a few friends send me their uh, send me their top five list of early two thousand stuff, and I had you and you made up yours, kind of. Yeah, I I half asked it because I was just like, I'm I'm just gonna talk. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I don't plan shit. I'll let y'all know from the very first episode. This is not a research or planned episode. This is what like- happened. I got some general ideas of what you wanted me to dis- what you wanted me to say. I thought about it, and I'm here. That's really it. That's really all it is. Because I'm going. We are going to go down some rabbit holes after the after we go through these lists. 
Um, the first one I wanted to do was my friend Alon, who's been on an episode of this show. And she also is one of the hosts on Apop, the Other People Opinion podcast. It's really nerdy. During the middle of the week, they drop episodes uh, reacting to episodes of Loki. Well, that's fun. Nerd shit. Nerd that shit. is nerdy. And I love it. But Alon gave me her top five list, and it's beautiful. It's hilarious. Tell me it. There's, okay, her top five shows were That's So Raven. Mm-hmm. Because Raven, let's be real, Raven ran Disney Channel. Raven yeah. ran Disney Channel. Okay, she had That's So Raven, Xenon, one and three, not two. We don't talk about it. <laughs> don't and, you even mention that movie where she, the one movie that we don't talk about. Mm-hmm. And then they also had, uh, she was also in the Cheetah Girls, of course. That's the one I was talking about. And we don't, can't. Because we know somebody who's going to have a reaction to this. And then, friend of the pod, great friend, he's been on this pod. He ain't shit either. Um, and then she was also in Kim Possible. What was she in Kim Possible? She was Monique. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Club Banana. I remember that. And then she, uh, another show she said with the Proud Family, of course. Mm. Ugly Betty. Yes. Now, I'm going to say this about Ugly Betty. I love the American version, but if you watch the Spanish version, mind you, I don't speak Spanish. I just use subtitle. The Spanish version is so much more scandalous. I didn't know there was a Spanish version. The the Spanish version was the original version. Oh. And it is so good. It goes on. It's pure telenovela with comedy. That sounds good. It's like Shakespeare wrote it in Spanish. Hmm. And then after that, one of the most important shows of my life, Degrassi. I was not a big Degrassi person, believe it or not. No, I, I just, Canadian TV didn't really get me. Okay. I didn't get it. I, 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 it's basically America with more racism. What, what, what do you want? <laughs> I and just I, want... I, I didn't want I didn't want middle school teens like I said I wanted Adam Brody. Isn't it fair? Well, I, I, I want I wanted mid twenty year olds playing high schoolers. That's oh what I wanted. No, I mean that's really what the American market was giving us, and now what they give us is really tall teenage boys and really short teenage girls, and that doesn't look right to me for some reason. I don't like it. Like, I don't like all those new Netflix movies with, like, the rom-coms and stuff. Like, I'll watch them. Yes, I will. But, you know, I... I It's not what I want. I have watched To All the Boys, the whole trilogy. Eating popcorn, drinking wine, by myself on a Friday night. Don't ask me, don't ask me what I'm doing, where I'm going, if I'm on a date. Because, no, I'm dating me. I'm dating. I love it. But in relation to Degrassi, have you, so you must not have ever heard of I Was a Sixth Grade Alien. No. So this was a, so this show was in, it was like set in a middle school. And this was before Ryan Cooley, who played JT on Degrassi, went to Degrassi. And same thing for Lauren Collins. Basically, 
Canada just had the same pool of 150 actors and they just recast them in different shows and hopefully it sticks. But he played a purple alien. It was on Fox Family in America. It was on Fox Family on Sundays and it came on right before Big Wolf on campus. These names all sound vaguely familiar to me. The early 2000s had some weird shows, okay? Some very weird shows. But then the last one, which is one that we deserve better for. We deserve more for. Pushing Daisies. I loved that show. It was so good. I was so bummed that they never continued it. Yo. The cliffhanger they left me on, and I'm so upset over. And you know the worst part like, is, we all want to keep, we all want to rewatch it, but we don't want to watch the last episode again. Right, because it doesn't have a good ending. Nothing happens. We're just there. Yeah. How dare you make me fall in love with dead people and just leave them there? <laughs> it's very morbid. It, I mean. This is why I am the way I am. I'm just. I feel you. I just am. But then my friend Matthias, another fan of the show, another friend of the show, gave his top five shows. And the first one he put was Gilmore Girls. Classic. I have to agree with that one. I I never watched um, Gilmore Girls when it was live. I watched Gilmore Girls like in syndication because I think by the time I got into it it was like so deep into the show that I just said okay you know what let me just watch it in syndication try to find the first episode and just keep going from there mm-hmm. and it was so fun I I wanted so hard to relate to um, Roy but I feel like I was definitely a Paris at some point. (laughs) And I've accepted who I am. (laughs) And then the other one, another one he gave that I really loved was, we already said what I like about you, but Kyle XY. I vaguely remember that. I didn't watch it, but I remember it. Okay, so Kyle XY was an early 2000s ABC Family summer TV series. It only came out during the summer. Supposedly. I don't know. ABC Family did some weird breaks of shit. But it was about a boy who, first of all, he didn't have a belly button. Okay, I remember this. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you know. I remember this stupid ass show. Then he finds out he's a clone. And he finds out that there are other clones. And then, and then. Then there's his foster family, technically, who just are living wild suburban lives, wanting to do a lot and not enough all at once. I need to rewatch the show. (laughs) And then it's played by Matt Dallas, who came out years ago. And I'm like, yay. Yay. It worked for me because you're queer and I had a major crush on you. But I am going to say one show that you probably don't remember. Most people probably will not remember this show. And it was on Hit ABC Family. It. it lasted one season. The Middleman. Okay. No. 
Hold on. I'm going to look it up. Let me see. It died. Natalie Morales. And because, like, I, I'm kind of in love with Natalie Morales. Like, she, like, in my mind, she can do no wrong, but, like, I low-key am waiting. <laughs> but it's like... I don't remember the show. What the it was like, It was like, she got recruited into a secret government. I'm not even sure if it was technically the government. Organization of her and just another person, this dude, who was, like, really clean cut. And they were trying to save the world from alien invasions and monsters and terracotta demons or warriors. Yeah, terracotta warriors. Like, it was very... There was a succubus who ran, a, who ran a fashion magazine. It was not... This is this, Look, I understand why the show only got one season. I really do. But I wish it would have gotten a second. Just so I can know if Dub Dub, that was her nickname. Her name was Wendy Watson and her nickname was Dub Dub. Why? Because WW. I just wanted to know if Dub Dub took over at the middleman one day. That was all I needed to know. But ABC Family didn't give me that. You know what they gave us instead? 25 years of Pretty Little Liars. And after, and I, I cannot, I cannot, like, they took away all I needed, my nerd shit, and they gave me the, I, I love Lucy Hale. I think she's a great actress, okay? Well, I think she's a fun actress, but I cannot. We watch. didn't need 25 seasons, though. We didn't really, we really didn't. We really didn't. But what they did give us also was Secret Life of the American Teenager. Another show we didn't need. <laughs> we really didn't. No. No, no one needed that show. I don't. I, first of all, she went into ninth grade pregnant. <laughs> I don't want to call her a whore, but you know, if the shoe fits, Amy. Amy, see, here's the problem. If it was anyone else in the world, I'll be like, well, you know, accidents happen, baby. Like, my bad. Like, we gonna we gonna keep we gonna keep on pushing and do you know do what we can right to survive. Right. But with Amy. First of all, complained too much for me. She was doing too much. She did not deserve Ben. Okay, Ricky was trying his best. Who was the little Hispanic girl? I think it was. I think it was Adrian. Right. Yes. And Adrian, Adrian was fun. I mean, she was a bitch at times. Yes, but number one, homegirl does not age because she minding her business. She looks the exact same in Grownish. Yes. She had not she had not aged a day. And then on top of that, they made sure to incorporate her Latina roots, mm-hmm. which was progressive as fuck for ABC family. Very true. You know, this was before they started allowing lesbians to be on TV. Um right. <laughs> and then but the, the, the thing I hated about that show the most was, the, was that Christian girl. Oh, yeah. The blonde girl who was just in everyone's business. She would basically, I feel like she is the person that Amanda Bynes and EZA was based off of. Yeah, I get that. Totally. But like, yeah, she, that was... Because of her, I didn't enjoy that show and I stopped watching it. I literally, I think that's why I stopped. Yeah. 
Do you, I remember? I, I'll never forget the episode where her and her boyfriend were finally going to have sex. Finally. Mind you, the show had been on for three seasons. They were in their junior year of high school. Okay. This was like a whole planned event. They were finally going to have sex. And then her dad got p- killed in a plane crash the same day that they were going to have sex. So she was like, oh, conveniently. Oh, conveniently. And then they were like, oh, well, we can't have sex now. We can't have sex. And then, and then right around that time would when the Jonas brothers were letting us all know about the purity ring. <laughs> it was all a plot. It was all a plot given to us by ABC Family and the Disney Family Corporation. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, this goes all the way up. It might even go up to Nabisco. You know, they own everything. I'm 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 not. I judge myself for saying that. I I'm really judging do. you for saying that. But are you burping the baby? Are you burping a little, 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 little baby? Yeah, he just he's he's boob drunk right now. So oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. He, he just and he just his eyes are all open and he's just enjoying it. He's just like, look. Yep. I deserve this attention. Okay. I just got here. I still don't know. I'm just trying. People. I'm just trying. I'm trying to avoid him from like having a meltdown right now because I know he's about to have to see dad and get changed. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, and dad's not really good at changing him. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Now I'm just gonna say this real fast. He has the the Arthur. Mm-hmm. And then, and then there's, and then there's Josh, and Josh mm-hmm. has been here for about two weeks now. Yes. So he's had two weeks to, to figure it out. Yes. Figure it out. It's, it's just, yes. it's just you prep, you prep the table. It's not then- even that. It's not even that. Like it's that's the easy part. It's the fact that the baby just puts his legs up in the air and like screams that like freaks him out. <laughs> It's like trying to calm him down. I'm like, don't even bother trying to calm him down. Just do it. I mean, not for nothing. Because what's going to happen is the more they get you to the concept of being changed, once you, and once they finally start to calm down during the changing is when you learn that pretty soon they're going to have to start potty training. So what was all this screaming for? Right. Right. So just, just oh. take it. Just, just take, take it. it. Go yeah. change your baby. Go change your baby. And when you come back, I want to get your top 10 list. Well, your top five. Okay. Ones. That sounds perfect. That sounds okay. perfect. I will be right back. All right. Cool deal. Oh, look. We be back. You have changed the baby. And now you are staring at your neighbors being all crazy and shit. What the fuck should they be doing up there? Listen, I don't know. There's just this man who is yelling, why, God? Why? I mean, you know, maybe he stepped in a bear trap. Also, can we talk about this? Can we talk about this? I used to think bear traps and quicksand were going to be way more of a problem than they actually are. I feel like everyone thought quicksand would be a big problem. Like, I don't know what exactly happened, what movies or TV shows we were watching. Probably some Carmen San Diego. But 
so much quicksand. For me, while everyone was worried about quicksand, I was worried about elevators. (laughs) Please elaborate. (laughs) Well, I just thought, you know, like one day an elevator could just, you know, drop. And then I would be dead in the elevator. Like, you know, Tower of Terror. Remember that? You know, as a millennial, if I was going to go out anyway, that'd be fast. That'd be fast. As long as it's from the right height. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was traumatized by the Tower of Terror. And I'm, <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever see the movie or the, yes. the, the ride itself? Yeah. Yes. I don't but, even think they have that ride anymore. No, they don't. That's what I saw, but no. But I mean, like, but we were all, but like, there's people, so many movies from back then. There's a whole generation of people traumatized by Final Destination. Yes. I cannot drive behind any truck carrying anything that is not inside of a box. I feel a lot of people feel that way, too. Like, I would want, I, uh, like, even driving past, like, one of those chicken trucks is pushing it. Because, like, a feather could get on me. Mm. Well, God forbid, what if a baby chicken, like, randomly hatches in the middle of the truck and just flies out? Okay? Terrified of trucks. I feel that. I, but I feel like, at the same time, a lot of those movies and shows that we watched back then, like, yeah, they influenced us because, like, our parents... They influenced us to be more conscious. Yeah, they really did. Like, our parents set us in front of the TV and were like, learn something. I don't know. I'll be making some fried chicken. Bye. And then next thing you learned, you learned fear. Yes. If you watch Dragon Tales, you learned about being a good friend. Yes. And I am going to say this. And maybe I'm going to hurt some people's feelings as I say this um, because I I just feel like I need to say it. We were talking about quicksand and shit. I am not sexually attracted to anyone who was in the mummy. I nope. <laughs> nope. I love Brendan Fraser. So you don't like <laughs> I love Brendan Fraser, but even in Joy of the Jungle, I didn't find him sexy. I found him fun. I never caught saw the appeal in him. His bug eyes freaked me out. Like <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Fraser was always such a fun actor. He's like, and he'd gone through a lot in his life, but like he was always such a fun actor. It was just like, you know, I'm not sexually attracted to anyone in The Mummy. I don't understand where the bi folks be getting all their sexual attraction from. Because it's always the I bi still, folks. I see a lot of references for that, and I don't understand it myself. It's like, I get it. There are theoretically contract, uh, conventionally attracted people. In the film. And that's great. That is wonderful. But like, let's be honest, there are so many other movies and shows from that time. I personally know that watching the Fantastic Four really opened up my mind. It was a terrible movie, but such a turn on. <laughs> I don't know what my like sexual awakening movie or show was huh that's a good question for to, i need to ponder i mean i knew i was queer at least when i watched the 13th year that was the, that was the start of the end 
And then from there, it was just the downward spiral, and I just ended up dating a lot of white boys who had middle parts or curly hair. Yeah, I feel like I went through that phase myself. <laughs> I definitely did. Hell, I'm marrying that person. <laughs> I mean, try Jesus over there being a whole early 2000s mood. Well, you should have seen him back in the day. Oh, gosh. Oh, I'll, I'll 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 share some photos with you on the side, and it's <laughs> oh god! But you know, what? I I tell him constantly. I tell him constantly, like if I knew you back in the day, I would so want to be all over you. And he's like, "You're insane," and I'm like, "Yes, I am." But that was, I I liked the I liked the blonde boys with you know who were like nerdy and and, and sweet. Oh my god, I hate the people that live in my neighborhood. Like, okay, we get it. This is a road that no one goes down, so you can just act crazy. People, I'm sorry. People be look, look, man. I it's like freaking Tokyo so Drift times. at night in my neighborhood. I can't okay. stand it. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna say this. People who have very loud cars. What is wrong? I want to slash their tires. What is wrong? Like, what is wrong? Like, is it? I want to put lemonade in the gas tank. Is it? Is it little dick energy, or is it just like mommy and daddy didn't love you enough? They didn't give you enough attention. Girls aren't giving you enough attention. Boys aren't giving you enough attention. You have a latent homosexual tendencies in which you don't want to act upon. Like, I I need to know. Slap some baloney on their car and take the paint off. That's like. They put it on the, the windshield on a very hot ass day and let the baloney fry on the windshield, and it would be hard fuck for them to get off because it's not oil. Well, yeah, and if you put it on the if you put it on the hood too, it takes the paint off. Mm. In the heat, I've done that to people I don't like. <laughs> oh, you're just out here committing minor offenses. I see you. Listen, it happened in Ohio. I live in Massachusetts. No one needs to know nothing. Okay. I've only mm-hmm. been to Ohio twice in my life. And let me tell you. There's I'm nothing fine. there. I'm fine. Oh, there's Cleveland. There's Cleveland. Uh, all right. Well, there's and that. Th- that was that. That was it. That's all we saw. Well, there's there's also that big butter Jesus statue I told you about. Okay. Let me explain something. <laughs> I have driven throughout a bunch of the mainland states, right? I have seen some big-ass statues and big-ass chairs and big-ass balls of twine. I don't need more. I I was walking through Central Park one day, and I forgot about... Do you remember... Do you you remember when you, like, when you go out of uh, Bethesda, like the fountain area or the terrace, and then you go, like, across, like, through the pavilion and you see all the statues? Mm-hmm. I forgot about that about that area. I because I, I don't go to it like that. Mm-hmm. And then I saw all those statues, and I'm just like, we don't need no more big ass statues in this fucking city. You don't take them all down. Take them all down. Give Central Park back to the black people who were once here that you kicked out after slavery because they had to come here because they wanted to have some place for themselves. And then you were like, nah, we're gonna make a park for rich white people to walk through. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yes. Did I get a little bit too deep? Maybe I'm angry. Maybe I'm a bitter bit. Well, 
I'm not disagreeing with you. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. But hey, hey, can I tell you my list? Mm-hmm. That's what <laughs> I wanted. That's what I was gonna get okay. into. Okay, let me tell you my list. So what is it? Like my top five shows? Yeah. Okay. In no particular order. Um, I have Gilmore Girls because that is like the show that I just my mom and I we watched constantly. It transformed mother-daughter relationships. We still watch it. Like when my mom and I are have in a tiff, that's what we do. I'll put on an episode of Gilmore Girls and you know, we'll pretend that we just didn't call each other cunts. <laughs> okay, so I mean, I feel that. That's that's what we'll do. Um, and then, let's see. Um, Gilmore Girls, obviously the OC. Yeah. is Adam Brody. And if I'm going to go further down into it, Sandy Cohen. Whew, that Peter Gallagher. He forever will do... <laughs> He's the reason why I like older men. Or did <laughs> like older men for a while. With mustaches. That was a weird time in my life, but that's neither here nor there. Um, Gossip Girl. Yes. Yes. Blair Waldorf is an icon to the day I die. All I wanted was a Chuck Bass. Okay, look. I've had a few. They ain't fun. They, they, a lot of them are just very concerning people. <clears throat> they got money, but no brains. Too many drugs. It's not fun. And when you have access, what happens? It gets, it gets boring. Um. Okay, so that's three. I need two more. And then my other one is Charmed. Yes. Who was your favorite? Uh, Phoebe. Okay. I okay. like that she was... I, lo- I love that she's an empath because I am too. I okay. think I'm psychic. So I could relate. I I loved Phoebe, but I was more of a Piper kind of gal. I you know what I was I was watching season six when Piper thought she was like an Amazon woman, and that is like one of my favorite seasons just because like <laughs> because well, of that. And like one thing I loved about Piper, and like maybe this is an American TV trope, but like they really emphasized on her being a mother. Mm-hmm. And, like, I did like that the way that they showed Piper being a mother was a little bit different because they also showed her being a business owner. Mm-hmm. And they showed her being a woman trying to date in the middle of a separation while raising a kid and having a business. While your husband is an angel. While your husband <laughs> is an angel. And, like, yeah. that is setting the bar pretty fucking high, to be real. It really is. But I'm still going to stick with Phoebe because she dated demons and I can really... <laughs> oh, God, yeah. If you haven't dated a demon, what have you been doing in your life? Not living. Wait, so what's but number I five? Reba. Yes! Okay, listen. Okay, listen. First of all, Kira was the best character in the whole show. Okay, you could not tell me anything else. Kira came in and she said, I'm going to fuck it up and then walked out the room. There was a whole season where we didn't have her and it felt wrong. I, I, I enjoyed uh, the, the woman that 
Reba was left for? Barbara Jean. Barbara Jean. <laughs> I loved Barbara Jean. She was an idiot. <laughs> she, was so, she was the classic bimbo. Like, she just wanted to be Reba's best friend, and I don't understand why Reba didn't want to be her best friend. Like, I'm sorry. That. I'm sorry. You stole my man. Got You fucked my man. Got pregnant by him. Now he's divorcing me and giving you a shotgun wedding. And you want to be my best friend. I feel like that's something I would do. <laughs> and that's why I love her. So I like I used to look at Barbara Jean and be like, girl, what is wrong? Who hurt you? Who hurt who dropped you? What on were your the head? writers thinking when they when they thought of the show? Like the, the the daughter getting pregnant with you know her high school boyfriend and just the I whole mean, plot. I, I mean to be fair, this is probably somebody's everyday real life. No, I mean that is that's someone that is that is someone's real life. They, they and they and the writers found a way to make it wild and that because of that it's one of it's one of my favorite early 2000 shows like i love the fact that even though it was still on the air they they had reruns playing on like six different channels yeah they had it was syndicated on abc family cmt uh, I think Hallmark at one point. Lifetime. Lifetime for sure. ABC Family. And then there was another one. Uh, we. We. We TV. Yes. That's the one. Mm-hmm. We TV gave us some weird ass shows. We TV gave us a lot of shows. I don't know <laughs> what women they were entertaining, but they were entertaining quite a plethora. Quite a plethora. <laughs> They weren't entertaining me. I'll just let you know that much. <laughs> Dylan. But then, but then, like, I mean, we had, like, amazing-ass fucking... I, I, it's crazy because, like, that was still during the time where we were all listening to the radio. So when you were watching TV or you were watching movies, there was the soundtrack would be like a song from like an episode or two would be playing on the radio the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the first time I ever heard Pompeii was on an episode of Gossip Girl and then I heard it on the radio. That's how they got us. Marketing. Yeah. Marketing in the early 2000s. Wasn't it Grey's Anatomy that they played uh, Chasing Cards by Snow Patrol? I think so, yeah. And that song stayed on the radio for like 25,000 years. You could be yeah. in the happiest mood driving just on a road trip. And you know, this was and it, this was like before you actually had an aux cord in your car. <laughs> and you would just be driving and you'd be in a happy ass mood, you know, listening to listening to Ludacris. And then the next thing you know, Snow Patrol comes on, and you're like, am I no longer happy? Yeah, and then you can change the channel to freaking Radio Disney, and they'll be playing the same damn song. Okay, but Radio Disney, Radio Disney gave us Allie and AJ, Ashley Tisdale, Christy Carson Romano, Raven, whatever Orlando Brown thought he was doing. 
I loved Radio Disney. When I was in elementary school, I would call an every day and make a shout out to a classmate. <laughs> <laughs> Early 2000s, baby. Oh my God. Oh my. Well, I mean, to be fair, this is what happened when your parents put you through some weird ass school before homeschooling you. You were just like, look. <laughs> it's not even it's not even what my parents put me through it's just i'm a odd individual and And how would that phone bill how would that oh yo i wasn't paying it i don't know speaking of phone bills i'm surprised more of us didn't get our acid whooped for playing with that damn phone well i'd have to wait until after seven to make my phone calls when you got your your when you got your cell phone yeah, or are we just talking home phone? Oh no, I was talking landline because those landline, those bills went up. Honestly, I don't know. My parents were like bougie, and my dad was always on the phone. <laughs> like my dad had three phones. He was like Kevin Gates before Kevin Gates was Kevin Gates. Oh my gosh! No, we had we did have a car phone, and then we had the house phone. We had the house phone, my dad's work phone. My dad's uh, separate line phone, which I'm not to this day even sure what that was for, but people drugs. would call. It was the early two thousand drugs. People would call in the middle of the night and just, and he would just talk to them. Like he'd stay up all night just on the phone. <laughs> so possibly you're right. <laughs> Who I mean, knows? We don't judge. We don't judge. Yeah. You know, get yeah. it when you can. I mean, we had the house phone, the, the the car phone, and then my grandparents got me my landline. And I had my landline like a year before I got my cell phone. Yeah, my parents never gave me my own line. I just got my own cell phone. And then that's when things got tricky. <laughs> yeah. That's when my dad started really like, you know, putting his foot down as to who I talked to. And then texting happened, but you know, that was later, later on in the two in the two thousand tens. Like I, yeah, because before then you had to pay by tech, pay by tech, and that was too much. And when you're trying to text on a T nine phone, it ain't working. No, it's not. But listen, I can still text in T nine. I tried the other day. I still got it. <laughs> I still got it. I can do it. I can't. I cannot. There are too many. I'm not pushing the same button 20 times. I'm not. It, I'm not going to lie. It took me 25 minutes to write what's up. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Imagine, you know how many S's I but put on I my can yes? still do it. <laughs> the fact that, That's like, the I, yes. No. What was your first cell phone? Mm, it was a Nokia. Okay. That's all I remember. Oh my god, my phone is dying. Yikes. Yeah. I don't know where my charger is. Okay. It's fine. I have like I have a good like 10 minutes left. Okay, cool. No, that, that's all we need. All right. Well, I mean, my first phone was a uh was a Blackberry Pearl. I just remember I had a Nokia and it was big and all it did was play Snake. Oh, such a good um, game. But then I upgraded 
And I started, you know, getting all those cool Verizon phones, you know, like the Envy and the Chocolate and well, the Envy 2. It was T-Mobile that had the, uh, the kick phone. Yeah, I never had one of those. I wanted one so badly. I did too because Kelly Rowland had one and she was tapping in a Excel to Nelly. And that's yes, all that was a whole move. That's all that I wanted a, to do. But then I wanted to be one of the cool kids who had a laser. And oh, I remember those. I wasn't apparently cool enough for that. So, you know, I kept my Blackberry until I got a random amount of various phones after that until I somehow landed into the world of Android before I iPhone. never had a had a razor either. Like everyone had a razor, like the pink razor. I never had that. With the little with the little dangly things hanging off of them. Yeah, that wasn't for me. You thought you were so cool. We all thought we were cool at some point with dangly things on our phones and they would fall I off. I didn't. And... Well, you I were never, I... you were a smarter person than me. I was too good for that. <laughs> I had rubber duckies. I always had rubber duckies. Yeah, I wasn't into phone jewelry. It was so cute. It was a, yeah. it was it was a nice little phase that you know that people collectively went through, like Ashley Tisdale's fashion. I, I liked the covers that you could clip on the phones. Ooh, those were fun. Like before, they like these weren't even called phone cases. They were called like phone clips. <laughs> and then like your the parents skin. would be like, what do you need that for? You don't need another one. Yes, the fuck I do. Yes, the fuck I do. I want my phone to look cute. Okay. Do it you is, see me? Does this match my outfit? Homecoming is next week. I need a nice tie that matches this phone case. Okay? <laughs> and if I can't find a phone, if I can't find a tie that matches the phone case, I'm getting a phone case that matches the tie that I have. <laughs> Going one or the other. All That's right. so relatable. All right. That's so relatable. All right. So I'm going to, before I let you get back to your babies. Okay. And trap Jesus. And trap Jesus. Most importantly, my trap Jesus. You know, trap Jesus is the homie. You know what I'm saying? Okay? So, before I get... Before I let you go. Before I let you get out of here. I just gotta ask you one very important question. Yes. And it's, I don't know who is important to, to anyone but me. But it's very important to me. Um, Cam, my dear. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Why are you canceled this week? Why am I canceled this week? Um, well, there's probably a number of reasons of why I'm canceled this week. And I mean, it's only Monday, but I did get in. <laughs> I did get into it with a lady <laughs> when I, while I was on a walk today. So I'm canceled because I, you know, she was just trying to help me. She's just trying to help. I was. She, you know, the baby was screaming. I was screaming at the baby. The baby starts screaming back at me. This nice woman pulls over and says, hey, can um, can I give you a ride? And, like, you know, she just, like, you know, because she thought I was, like, a struggling mom. And I was like, do I look like a struggling Black woman to you? I forgot. You're in Massachusetts. Yeah. But she was, Only in Massachusetts. But, but listen, this woman was also black, so she was really taken back by the fact that I said this. So that's why I'm canceled because I yelled at another black woman 
do I look like a struggling black woman? <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, you were already stressed out. You were dealing with you. You have a it newborn. Was, it was 86 degrees out. I had groceries in the stroller. Arthur is screaming his mind out because his goldfish blew away. I was pissed off. You know, I just wanted to go home. And this woman pulls over saying, do you need a ride? No. Also, I always feel so weird when people pull over and, like, offer a ride. Like, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. I do, too. That's how they start. I remember one time I would walk. So maybe I'm not canceled. I would walking down. (laughs) I would walk down the street. I must have been like 17, 18 years old. I was walking down the street. I was in the South. Right. And, you know, in the South, there's like no sidewalks. And this guy pulls over, sees me walking. He's like, hey, you need a ride? And I'm like, no, thank you. I'm good. I live right. I live not too far. I'm good. And then. As I was telling him no, he was like, are you sure? Are you sure you don't need a ride? And then I looked, and it looked like I saw blood on the seat, and I said, I'm great. Keep pushing. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, like, I was literally down the street from my house, too. So even if I did need a ride, like, I wouldn't have taken it. Yeah, so I know. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's still t- really early in the week for me to be canceled. And, like, that's my only, like, liable reason as to, like, well, why. I mean, yeah, you got time. You got time. So, you, got, you got enough time to figure out what's going to cancel you again. I mean, last week I was canceled because I, you know, yelled at uh, Trap Jesus for, what did I yell at him for? I yelled at him for something stupid and it ended up with like me just like crying because like I felt too uncomfortable from breast from like you know doing like breast milk stuff <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna cancel that whole girl right there well you know? that's fair well this this was this wasn't the same no this was you had already gotten the ring so yeah, yeah. I yeah. got the ring before the baby came. So. Yeah. <laughs> like literally like four days before the baby came. And you know what? I I applaud him for that one. I mean, we got he all he he needs to know. You gave me the ring. I am you gonna be canceling me at least once a year from now on. <laughs> you minimum. know what? You know what? He's such a good guy, he wouldn't. Oh, he really wouldn't. Oh, like as much as I drive him, as much as I drive this man crazy, and as like all the crazy shit I have like put him through, he would never, he wouldn't cancel me. I love that. Me on the other hand, I'd cancel him every other day. (laughs) That's love. That's real love. It is real love. That's what I want. I want a man who I'm gonna cancel at least once a week. And I do. And he sits there and he takes it he better like a real man hopefully not with a plunger so what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna close out today (laughs) good night good night good night night, nurse (laughs) you went there okay the wedding um so we are going to close out. I do want to thank you for joining me. I also want to thank you for showing me that cute little baby. It's so adorable. It's so adorable. Absolutely. All right. 
And then, so, when this episode comes out, it's also the same day as Op Pop. So, like I said earlier, nerdy ass shit. If you want to watch some, if you want to listen to some nerdy ass shit, listen to some Op Pop. Want to talk about Loki? You want to talk about comics? You want to talk about superhero movies? They went in. They went in on Star Wars. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, now I'm going to close out this episode. I'm going to end this, end this with a quote that is not as dramatic as last week's quote. Okay? <laughs> not as dramatic. But today's quote, I'm going to end like this. NYPD pulled up to Washington Square Park and pepper sprayed people who were peacefully enjoying pride. Take that as you will.